0: Through their investment in the Minnesota Corn Checkoff, corn growers are fueling research and initiatives that build a more sustainable future for farmers and all Minnesotans. The Minnesota Corn Podcast introduces you to the individuals who are shaping future ag practices, identifying new markets, and promoting agriculture with the non-farming public. Our guest for this episode is Jerry Shoy, a soil, water, and climate researcher at the University of Minnesota. Jerry, we're going to be highlighting some research that you are working on that has to do with weather conditions and fertilizer. What's a, a good starting point for this work?
1: So the starting point is we try to reduce the nitrous oxide emission from the soil. So nitrous oxide emission is a very potent uh, greenhouse gas. It's about 300 times stronger than carbon dioxide. Uh, in And it can stay in the atmosphere for almost, one hundred years, so yeah, it's a very big issue, especially in Minnesota. Uh, there are a lot of corn fields over here, and we know, like, in the corn growing season, we need to put people need to put a lot of fertilizer on it, and the nitrogen fertilizer we input into the soil is gonna create a lot of nitrous oxide so that's the reason we want to do the research: how to keep the productivity while we reduce the nitrous oxide emission from the soil.
0: So, what are the the tools? What are the steps that are being explored here to start reducing denitrification?
1: So, yes. Yeah, so, uh, the we, one way we are thinking is to put the soil amendment into the soil. So. So those amendments might be able to reduce the denitrification process, and that process is one of the major processes to create the nitrous oxide from the soil.
0: So these am- amendments walk us through that, Jerry. As far as how that's done, the farmer's role in it, you know, things like that.
1: So yes, yeah, so <laughs> this is a very big question. So. Yeah, there's tons of different kind of amendment uh either on the research or in communities. And the one we are looking at, we call it uh, it's a chemical for size So that chemicals can the, the good things for that is it can easily to to uh dilute in the water. So the farmer can just like evenly apply in the field without like you don't need to spray or or into a, a certain deep layer, you can just evenly distribute it on the field. And after, uh, in two weeks, in our study, in our preliminary studies, during this two weeks uh, incubation period, it can reduce like 20 to 30% of nitrous oxide emission from the soil.
0: Well, that is certainly significant. Is that maybe the most promising direction that your research has gone so far?
1: Yes, yes. Well it can even be better if we apply the high concentration of protein meeting. So but if it, they it just like uh in the let's say uh one microgram per gram of soil, in that case that's thirty percent. So yes, it also depends on the concentration of the soil minimum we apply.
0: Sounded pretty straightforward. I mean I I think about it from a, a cost perspective for a farmer, if they were to do this, what do you what do you know on that front?
1: So yes, uh, it's it's a pretty new research. In fact, it just this this chemical first thing needed to be found in uh, early two thousand and in a Europe research group, and they are using in different fields. I mean, not in the corn field; they're using other like la- or uh, other vegetable fields. So it's. Pretty new is our, we are the first research group to do, to test its efficiency in the corn field. So right now we're using really high concentration of the pre seed mm-hmm. So it's from the gripsy tried directly. So on that, on that co- uh, way, the cost is pretty high. It, it was like $200 mm-hmm. just for our experiment and it's just like for, uh, 10 to 20 grams of soil, so that's a really small amount of soil. So our next step, well, in fact, my one of my current research is try to reduce the budget of this soil amendment, and we already find a way to reduce the budget like 100 times cheaper than than the, the chemicals we use to buy from the market. So. That's a really exciting news we already reduced 100 percent And the way we do is we use the enzymes and catechin. So that's the basic union of protein ending. So using the enzyme to form the protein from from the catechin, using catechin as a substrate. So we are with like one micro research is we try to find the optimum condition for those enzyme reactions. So once we can figure out the cheaper way, and as I mentioned, we already find a way to reduce the budget budget for like 100 times cheaper than we have in the past. And I believe there's a great potential to even reduce the the budget. So I think that's a, a very promising and great future for that.
0: Definitely. Are you looking for farmer participation as you continue your study?
1: Yes. So right now we are more doing the lab incubation part. The next part is the greenhouse gas. So you know the the uh, method So it's more like, uh, I mean, I would say one meter by one meter. Yeah, the the size is about one meter by one meter. The that like the the field. And the next step, of course, is go to the field. And if we can go to the next step, that means we already reduce the budget huge amount. <laughs> and yes, of course, we are looking for uh, participate from farmers. And we also cooperated with, like, the, like you guys, the La Coyne Grower Association, to see if we can get more help from, uh, more participated from the farmers.
0: Is this research sort of open ended as far as when you would be wrapping it up, or do you have sort of a, a target time frame?
1: Uh, right now, we we think in this year twenty twenty three until uh, I should say till the mid twenty twenty four, we hope to figure out quite the cheapest <laughs> way to to got a uh, re- reliable foreseeing product. And so that's our goal. So after that, we're going to apply it on the the, the mesochrome as I mentioned, the greenhouse studies. That might need another year. And on that time, yeah, we're probably going to start, after that, we're probably going to start a field trial. So yeah, I would say maybe the end of 2024 or early 2025 is the target.
0: What else have you and your colleagues learned so far in this research, Jerry, that we haven't touched on?
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, So, it's really exciting. As I mentioned, it's it's quite new, and frosty and needing is very abundant in a natural ecosystem. Like, as I mentioned, the great seeds, they have a lot of resin eating into it, it. And catechin of course like green tea. They have lot of catechin so and it's a very abundant and very cheap chemicals we can easily got it from the from from the field or from the market. So in other words, those are the natural like uh, from from the natural ecosystem. So it can significantly reduce some, um, you know, the chemical pollution or other impact it on the field. So I think that's one really things we started like the natural always prepare a lot of resource for us to try to figure out how to reduce those uh, bad things we did as a human being during the, the, the farming. So well, we're really thankful thankful for that. And again, the nitrogen cycling in the field is really complicated. Once we reduce the nitrous oxide emissions, those nitrogen might be able to stay in the field. In other words, maybe in the corn field, if we can reduce the, the nitrous oxide emission, maybe those extra nitrogen can be utilized by the corn or by other crops so that's a really good thing because we can reduce the fertilizer amount we put in the field so that would be the perfect scenario for this for the end of this research
0: yeah this all sounds very encouraging Jerry for our listeners that would like to follow along with your work where would you direct them
1: uh, just follow the Su core Association like this podcast or your website. Our uh, most recent update will be posted over there.
0: Anything else you want to make sure we talk about?
1: Mm, no, just, just. we hope more farmers who have interest in our research, and we hope to have more good news for everyone.
0: To learn more about research projects supported by Minnesota Corn, visit mncorn.org.